that you're asking very unfair, unrealistic questions of yourself that don't actually have a real answer. Any answer that you come up with is a manufactured answer. <laughs> manufactured by your ego, by your own perspective, by your own position in that moment, by your own understandings, by those emotions, by what you had for dinner, by the fight you had with your wife, by the TV show you watched last night, all those things are impacting the answer that you give you. So I just wanted to point out that, 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 that the drill isn't what was important. What was important was you were recognizing that you just wanted to do something. Welcome what up? to the Habits of the Few. What we got for them? Where we discuss habits, rituals, and mindset tactics that you can use to reach your version of success. Yeah. And now, here's your host, Mona Bolsi. Listen, Eric Post here. I'm sitting here with my man, Mo, because he just posed a couple of questions in a little message exchange that we had after I sent him an Instagram post. And his reaction and his personal insight and his quest for self-awareness caused him to pose a couple of really quick questions. And I was like, man, can I call him? <laughs> can we have a discussion about this? And he's like, yes, even better, can we record it? <laughs> so here we are, man. And I want to stay in an energy where you just had that that moment, like that light bulb moment after you read that post. And we'll share what that is in a minute. I don't want to, that's not important. What's important is what it caused you to think about. And what's important is the self-reflection that caused you to have. So I want you to go back there for a second and, and think about the things that it, it caused you to ask. And I'm going to talk about those things with you real quick. Yeah, definitely. Uh, first of all, thank you for sending it to me because it, it just, it stopped me in my quake. I was in I, I I had to take a step back for a moment and and really thoughtfully read it because um, a lot of times you just skim through something like that, but it it resonated with me and the biggest thing for me was understanding that growth is just a process of life and you know depending on you know whether it be static growth or dynamic growth dynamic meaning that for me my explanation of dynamic is understanding that. You are trying to be self-aware and you are, you're attempting at becoming a better version of yourself or a, a, a version of yourself that uh, maybe you haven't arisen to yet, just, just yet, you know, whether it be from a, uh, you know, a financial standpoint or a personal development standpoint. For me, it's always personal development. I just want to be better. I, I attribute a lot of my, my faults, my weaknesses, the things that I disagree with about myself to, you know, belief systems and things that were ingrained in me as a child. And I just, I want to be able to remove that. And so something that really struck a chord with me was, um, you know, I, I have, I have had the process of, you know, being coached by, by, by coaches and mentors in the past. And one of the things that, uh, I went through a few times was, uh, the man in the mirror where, I literally spent about three to five minutes and, and you know, the, I had the lights off for a little bit in the bathroom, locked the door, turned the lights on and I directly stared in the mirror and I was looking at myself and I was alone and I was picking myself apart as raw as I possibly could. And I was asking myself the difficult questions the questions that I have 
subconsciously put off in the back of my mind. And I, and it was such an emotional roller coaster for me because I had to come to terms with the person that I was at the time. And, and, and the first time I went through this, I was not happy with the person that was looking back at me. And, and, and that led me to a spiral of really a whirlwind of like trying to understand what, what brought me here, what led me here. And then, and reverse engineering my actions. And so the biggest thing for me that we were talking about was, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. yeah. Because that the visual that you have of a man being raw and real enough to do the drill. And really what you're talking about is an exercise. What, what you're talking about is not a solution like doing in front of the mirror. And, and this isn't, I'm not to disagree with any coach or anybody else, but my opinion is, that process that you're doing is just really a mechanism. It's just a, a, it's like a hammer. Yes. And it's a blunt force tool to project you towards something. It's not a solution. It's actually not even a very healthy long-term thing to do. Why? Because you can't answer the questions that you're posing yourself because you're not a divine entity. No. Right. You're, you're, you're asking very, unfair, unrealistic questions of yourself that don't actually have a real answer. Any answer that you come up with is a manufactured answer. <laughs> manufactured by your ego, by your own perspective, by your own position in that moment, by your own understandings, by those emotions, by what you had for dinner, by the fight you had with your wife, by the TV show you watched last night. All those things are impacting that answer that you give you. So I just wanted to point out that 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 the drill isn't what was important. What was important was your recognizing that you just wanted to do something. That's the most beautiful thing that I was hearing you describe to me because the drill actually sounds very traumatic. You know, it, it, <laughs> is that fair? Yeah, no, and it, and, it, and it definitely was. I mean, it was eye-opening to the sense that I, it, it, like you said, it, it was a tool, it was a tactic, and it enabled yeah. me to be able to identify something. Just like everything, right? The tool that we're using right now is allowing us to record this podcast. Same, yeah. again, same mechanism. Exactly. But, but, but it it kind of, like I said, it, it spiraled in the sense that it created this whirlwind of like recognition within myself, mm-hmm. and and you know I had been on this mission of self improvement and self development for years, and a lot of the a lot of the 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 growth that was I guess self inflicted, um it hadn't really transpired into my relationship with my wife and it's difficult to get someone into your pattern of thinking and into this, this growth mindset. And like you said, like we were talking about really the, the lingo and the language, um, if they're not susceptible or willing to go on that, go on a similar journey, right? So uh, at least explore those options. And, and what had ended up happening was, is that I came to the realization and, and this could be wrong. It could be right. I still don't know. I'm in the process of figuring this out. However, I can say that understanding that it is within my own self, uh, the, the control, the understanding, the, the information that it is emitting around me and how I'm perceiving it, it, it is within my control, how I'm going to react to it. So whether I agree or disagree, even though a lot of times I don't like the, the solution, I don't like the result, I don't like the conversation being, being held, 
I've, I've been able to maneuver and navigate by understanding more about myself and, and taking control of my own actions because I can't control the other person's actions, but it's still a difficult scenario all the same. It's difficult because we, you, me, her, them make it difficult. (laughs) And the reason why I'm saying that we make it difficult because we put ourselves in the, in the line of thinking, I was just thinking about four in these impossible positions, meaning we believe that we can take two independent human beings and align them perfectly. And that's what equals happiness or love or joy. To me, that isn't, that's what I used to believe. Mm-hmm. That's what I used to believe about marriage. And that's what I used to believe about relationships and my interactions with other people. And, and really what you're talking about, you're like you said, you're, you're on this path, right? So how can you get them on the path together? Well, maybe the definitions of the path are what needs the most work, the most comprehension. Maybe the, the, the real only thing that you're actually trying to achieve is to be living a life where you feel in alignment and joyous about. Maybe that really is the ultimate goal. Maybe it's not being super self-aware. Maybe it's not having all the money. Maybe those are just the things. Maybe that's just the leaves. But you spend all your time talking about the leaves and not enough time talking about the roots. Okay? And we get distracted by all the fruit and the beautiful leaves and all that kind of shit. But that's just what people see, but that's not what people hold them to this earth and to each other and to themselves. Right. Right. So that's what I mean. Like I just want to, and that's why I just want to stop because these nuances I believe are the most important thing. Like when you, when you, when you describe the path, I'm like, well, hold on, pause. Let's just, let's actually uncover what we believe the word path or that whole expression to truly mean. And it's only when you have that clear definition that then, you know, if they're on the same path or not, or what path that is or not, you know what I mean? It's just too convenient. We use all these slick terms and expressions and analogies and things like that. They're just so convenient because they're not geared for people actually going really deep. They're like candy to placate you, to feel like you're going to give yourself a pat on the fucking back and good. I'm this self, you know, discovery journey on this personal growth journey. I'm going to be a better man, a better father, a better businessman. And nobody's saying, but why? Why the fuck do you want to do that? Who told you that's what you needed to do right now? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I almost pair it with self-loathing at times. Right. I, I really right. do. Just, just because I've been, just because it, it, it has become such a, it's almost like become a stigma, like personal development. Everybody's a life coach. Everyone is in the space and everyone has some sort of formula that works, right? Which I don't know if you want to transition into this, but but you know the the thing that you shared with me today why it spoke to me and why it resonated with me was because you and I have been, you know, in very similar stages of life. However, you know, the, I gosh, the last 24 months, I mean, I've seen you literally, like I, I met you 24 months ago and I've seen you, I've seen you go through uh, an enormous transformation, but not just a transformation, a, the, I guess you could say the, the beginnings of the transformation, the, the early stages, but it's so, it's been so dramatic and, and, and it's almost like, it's almost like subconsciously through energies, I've been also feeding off of it. And maybe that's why we've been able to connect. Maybe the time was just right. Who knows? But I've been going through something that has been incredibly daunting. And the, you know, the, 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 the thing that you shared with me, 
it, it stuck with me because I thought that I was doing something wrong. And I, and I felt, and I felt like I had been betraying my family. I felt like I was betraying myself. And I, I, I'm not saying that this is an excuse or a reason to not feel those things, but it definitely had shed some light and given me some sort of perspective that I didn't have before. When we, so bro, I'm telling you the amount of not clarity that you have is a reflection of the amount of knowledge you know there is to gain. And that's a very daunting task. Okay. And so the more that becomes clear, the more daunting it is and the more humbling it is. And the more tempted we are to make sense of it, the more tempted we are to say, oh, this is why, and this is what that means. And that explains my childhood. And that explains why I do these things. And, and we get tempted because we're human, but that is also candy. Those are also mini traps. Okay. Because our brains are continually trying to make sense of things. And when you can finally get to the point where you don't need to make sense of it is when everything starts to make a lot more sense, right? When we give up like all the things that you put in place to control your partner or to control the environment or to control your kids actually stop you from having the most open love relationship and the best, best relationship with your children and all those little controls, right? That old saying of the walls we built to protect ourselves, the walls that keep out the love, right? That's, to, it's an elementary version of what I'm trying to say on such a very deep level, right? And I don't have the words for it because the English language, I don't possess the education or I don't possess the comprehension of the English language to really convey what I'm saying. I'm trying to, I'm trying to have you feel what I'm trying to say just as much as anything else. And so much of it comes from the position of gratitude and grace. So much of it comes from this in the gratitude of, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm given this body and this time and this, and this space to actually ask questions like this and, and, to, and to search for something like this and to experience something like this, that takes away all of the need to actually figure it out. Cause you're just grateful for the opportunity to not the need to actually get to the finish line. And then the grace comes in for me when I'm, when I'm wanting to go back into that human thing of needing the answers and giving the explanation, especially as a man, I got to figure this out. I'm going to mm -hmm. give it meaning. That's just, those are just society's teachings of what we should be doing. And it's actually not anything really fulfilling. It's just placating. It's just, it's just placating. And then when we have comfort, then we stop growing, <laughs> right? So if we can avoid giving ourselves a little bit of candy and have that gratitude and grace position, then everything becomes a joyous adventure of discovery. It, it's not about the perils of beating ourselves up and the reflections of not where you want to be because that gap between where you are and where you want to be is always manufactured. It's not real. It's something we've manufactured on our own to give us meaning because then we have a mission to close the gap. But the gap we created is causing us this pain and it's not even fucking real. We manufactured it. Let me ask you a question, Eric. If yeah. 20 years ago you were in the position that you are in now from a, from, from, from a mindset perspective, like where you are now, like mentally with clarity and understanding, you're almost like, you're, like it, you're, you're almost like more at peace 
with the way of the world as it is, and you've come to this like understanding. Would you have pursued your financial pursuits as heavy and hard as you have done? I'm, and the reason I have a purpose yeah. for this question. It is not an irrelevant question. I have a no, I don't think it is at all. So first of all, the things I just said, I've actually never said out loud before. I've never, never even tried to find words for them. This is why I wanted to just talk to you about it to see if, if it does make sense, the things that I'm feeling, right? If you can convey that. Absolutely. To else, right. And then the question that you just asked me about the financial pursuits, those were just because I was playing a role. Yeah. Right. Right. And when we are born, we're given all these things, our skin color, religion, name, school, address, parents, and we spend our entire lives unpacking it and see if that's actually who we are or not, you know? And so you play a role for a really long time. And a lot of people, when they have awakened, maybe they call it a, a, you know, your midlife crisis or whatever. When somebody does something, they finally have the financial ability or the time, then they go, fuck all this stuff. I'm going to try something new and they get a sports car, or whatever. Like, but that is even just a surface level what I'm talking about. Like, the answer to your question is I think playing a role is important, but the role that we all choose sometimes isn't the healthiest for us. And that's the difference between an achievable lifestyle or an achievable persona or achievable set of skills because you're compassionate and you are educated and you're committed to them versus a sustainable existence. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what I was doing was very achievable. It's not very sustainable because then you look back and you're like, what the fuck was all that for? Right. Okay. Right. But you can't do that either because that's nostalgic. You, you have to, you have to blame all of that shit for giving you the perspective and experience to be where you are now or not. Right. Right. So it, that's a long, now I want to see why you're asking me the question to see if, to see if I gave you enough meat there to you, go with. You did. You did. Uh, the reason why I'm asking that question is because I think the same could the same could be said about being stuck in this in this persona where you're miserable every single day, but you're working a nine to five at a job that you absolutely hate to be able to put food on the table for your family. Yeah. Is that necessary? Could there have been some form of enlightenment to maneuver a solution where you could do both? 100%. You know what I mean? It absolutely is because all enlightenment actually really is is perspective. And if you put two people and I hand them both a brand new iMac and the internet, one human being is going to spend all the time looking at porn or Instagram or about fast cars. And the other guy might make 10 grand that month. Mm-hmm. Right? Using the same tool. It's just perspective. Right. So the guy going to work and being unfulfilled and miserable simply hasn't learned that he or she has a whole fuckload of other options. And they don't feel worthy of choosing those other options. Okay. And the worthiness, that self-sabotage and that worthiness, that's the thing I've observed the most. That's actually one of the biggest disease in people. Because then what if, <laughs> then I'm not suffering like my coworkers. I don't have anybody to go smoke a cigarette with and yeah. bitch about the boss. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, you follow me? Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where I wanted this to lead. 
Yeah. yeah so that that you mentioned self-loathing. I, I picked up on that a little bit. I mean, that's that's that general, you know, area of what I'm talking about. But until, but it's also not fair. Like we talked about in another discussion to place the desire to do something as their ticket to do it because they don't necessarily have the skills to punch the ticket. Right. You know what I mean? So just because somebody wants to be somewhere or get better doesn't mean say, well, okay, then now you can, there's a process to learn how to actually do that. Whatever that is, fill that blank in. Right. So that's where I give a lot of grace and I don't prescribe anymore to just, you know, got to roll up your sleeves and work harder and get a, get a side hustle and all that kind of stuff because yeah, that's all available. But if you don't have the skills and that's not fair to place on them, you know, mm -hmm. as expectations. So, you know, these are things that I feel, these conversations I feel are just, inc I'm incredibly lucky to be able to have the ability to think like this, you know, and, and what I mean to spend the time to be indulgent, to think about it, you know, and more importantly, to, to, to check myself as I talk to another man that can act as a mirror and say, bro, you're, you're off the rails, you know, or did you think about this? Or that's not applicable if you got kids or whatever, and then challenge me, you know, I'll challenge you back. But, it, but I, most importantly, I, I just think that the, the biggest misperception is just this, this need to decide right and wrong and where I should be, where I shouldn't be. Am I a good enough man? Am I not a good enough man? If you know, that is just a prescription for fucking misery. It just is. And I'm not advocating to be a bad person or a lazy person or anything else. I'm saying, no, that actually frees you up to uncover what you actually are. That's what it is. Or else you're just piling on all these meanings and definitions and fake avatars and shit that you've read that you think might make sense for you. And then the more you do that, the heavier it gets. Yeah, so that's just, why I'm, you just end up putting yourself in a box. But, but, like you're, you're basically building your own prison. You're building your own prison. And I made a I made a video like that the other day. Actually, I said we're so free in this country that we have the luxuries of choosing our own chains and prisons. Wow, it was what I said in my video, right? Like we're so fucking free that we could be wildly fit, but yet a lot of people choose the prison of obesity. We right. could be wildly successful, but people choose the chains of poverty. Right? We could be wildly joyous, but people choose. To not be, wake up and, ch and choose to be pissed off, right? That's how fucking free we are, especially in this country, okay? So that was what my video was. And that, and that selection, it's, it's not intentional, you know? But it is a human tendency. It is a human nature that most people don't stop to ask why that is our tendency, why that is our nature. And if so, is it serving me or not, right? And that's the question because sometimes you might say, actually, that does serve me pretty fucking well. It gets me to my job. It makes me be a better person. It helps me be a better son. It helps me be a good person at church. Maybe it does serve them, but sometimes it doesn't. But nobody's asking, is this serving me or not? Or is this serving the people around me or not? Is this way of thinking, is this way of me acting? Is this way of me being in the world actually making a better, more prosperous existence? Or is it not? Right? I think... Um It's, I think it's difficult to, at least for people, um, and again, I'm, I'm categorizing again, I don't know, I don't know what I don't know, but I, I have found that it is difficult for people, for those that are really driven to not judge themselves or really prone to self-sabotage to not judge themselves because I, I've been around those who have 
who innately self-sabotage and they, um, they almost always regret it. It's like a, a, a stage of depression and regret. And why did I do this? And why did I do that? Whereas those driven individuals judge themselves if they haven't met a quota or a goal or, you know, they let somebody down or whatever the case may be. And it becomes this, it just, it becomes this almost this burden of stress that just weighs you down. So, so down that it is starting to excrete from your every single day persona and, and your wife sees it and your children see it and you don't even realize you're emitting it. I actually went through a process similar to this when this, this broke my heart when uh, this was like when I was going through this in the middle of this, probably like last, like middle of 2020. And I was going through this process of just, I, you know, not necessarily self-sabotage, just not knowing where I was going to go in this cocoon, so to speak. And I hadn't realized that my persona had started to just emit like sweat off of me when my seven-year-old daughter said, she said to me, Baba, which is dad in Arabic, I never see you smile. Do I make you unhappy or do I make you sad? Broke me, dude. I've never said this out loud. Broke me. She thought that she was the she thought that she was the reason for my feeling this way. And I hadn't even like I hadn't even realized that I was emitting this. I I wasn't yelling, I wasn't screaming, I wasn't shouting. But it was coming off of me and it was so potent it, enough for her to recognize. Bro, a child, the child could recognize it as your daughter because she doesn't have all those layers that we were just talking about. Yeah. And since we are so connected, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional too, but I, I know what that feels like. I've had a similar thing with my daughter and I know what it feels like to recognize that you're not the man you should be, that you could be. I know what it feels like to feel like you're complaining about results you're not getting from work you're not doing or unknowing that you should be doing. I know what it feels like to disappoint the people that you want to be the best for, right? But she felt it. And of course she felt it, first of all. But second of all, she knew you needed that because she knows that you love her so much. And because she knows that you love her so much, she knows that you would never, she would never disappoint you in that way. So she felt very safe to be able to say that to you. So I think that's just a beautiful, I'm sorry I'm getting so emotional. That is such Me a, too, dude. It's all good. A beautiful example of how pure you guys' connection likely is in your love. And I've never seen you guys really together too much, but that's my guess, right? And then the awakening that you have because of that is simply recognizing it's simply like this, this indulgent nature. When we start thinking about ourselves so much, that's when we get the most depressed. Yeah. You know, and the fastest way to get out of our own depression, our own misery, our most, our most low point is to think about how can I serve or help somebody else? That's literally the fastest way. So when you're focused on now, how can I be a better person for my daughter? Boom. 
all of a sudden you find all this fucking motivation and clarity mm. and desire and things like that. No longer it's self-loathing, right? And that's why when you described earlier about these successful men and driven men and all these sorts of things, it's because they have to find their significance somewhere. So they find their significance in building things, right? Having a, having a hot wife and a big business and a fast car. And then when they have enough money and enough things, they've got no more mission. So the self-sabotage has come in. So they fuck something up. They get a drug problem. They get, you know, they, they, they sabotage their business just to burn it to the fucking ground. So they have something yep. to do again. Yep. You know, I, I understand that. And, and that's because we are people of a mission. There is distinction in, and satisfaction in work and doing things. So when I'm starting to talk about a lot of this woo woo, just be and, and no right and wrong and those sorts of things that comes because then you get the perspective of it's actually worth our energy and our time and our effort to fucking build, to really work on. That's why I say those things. It's not to go off and be on a beach with a margarita and just read books and, you know, philosophize about life. It's about to create the clarity of what's really worthy of investing the only thing that we can't get back our time into something. That's what I'm talking about, right? And so thank you for sharing that story. That's as a father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. I, I, it hits, it hits. And I appreciate you listening. That was, uh, that's that I was surprised that came out, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, well, go ahead. But you see what I mean? And why wouldn't that have come out before? Yeah. So like, like, look at, I think this is fucking beautiful, you know, where like that thing in the mirror, that's like putting the foot on the gas or the, or the nail. Then once you pound the nail in, now you need to get a different tool to cut the board. Yeah. Right. To, to keep building. So now you can ditch that, that tool and get another one right to, for the next day's phase and keep moving and keep moving and the keep moving. Actually, I don't even, I want to find a new phrase for that because that, that even feels too manufactured for me. I, I think it's more like keep being, keep being, you know, just, keep being aware instead of going, choosing a prison and hiding from that instead of keep moving. Right. Um, I'm going to think about that. I don't, I don't know how to put that thought into word, but like keep moving forward feels to me even too westernized manufactured yeah. sort of thing. I don't know. A, a lot of, a lot of this stuff sounds, you know, the, the, especially what's being talked about now, it does seem and sound manufactured because I think you're right. I think, I think everybody wants to move at an accelerated pace and they're not taking the time to actually be and be in the process and, and just take it in. Like that's the biggest thing is like we always want some, we always have an expectation. We have an expectation of ourselves. You know, I, I did want to ask you a question. If the moment that we start to dig into ourselves, if we don't have the right tools and, and education, then we could really, it could be destructive or at least not helpful, right? So, you know, one thing that I do to prime my brain is, is I wake up with gratitude and, and I write things down that I'm grateful for because I want to prime my brain for gratitude. I don't want to prime my brain for negativity because I wake up and I sleep with a million thoughts racing through my head that have nothing to do with gratitude. It's either work, family, finance, is something that I don't want to think about and I can't stop it from happening. Mm -hmm. So I want to shut that off and I want to be able to do something that is going to be positive. 
and has nothing to do with work. It is, I'm grateful for like the most simplest things, man. I'm grateful that my kids have been healthy since, since COVID with this whole school year thing and they're still healthy and they're loving school and I see their energies and blah, blah, blah. Those are the things that I'm grateful for. And it sets me up for, uh, for, for the day. So for most people, I think that's a great strategy just because it's going to put you in, in alignment with, with having that positive affirmation. But what, what else would you recommend? Like what else can you do if you don't have the right tools? Do mm -hmm. you seek out people? Well, you know, there's a plethora of information out there. It's copious, but because there's a copious and amount of information, it's a double entendre. I mean, it's just a double-edged sword. That's okay. I, and that's why I'm not going to talk about any techniques because there's a fucking million of them. So just pick one of them and try it. But so what I would like to talk about and the value that I'd like to try and bring is to ask you the question is, if we think about the, the levels of knowledge, right? There's lots of people that know they need to lose weight, but they don't do it yet. It's because mm -hmm. they intellectually know it, but they're not a person that's fit and healthy yet. They're still an obese person that just knows they need to lose weight, right? So that's an intellectual knowledge of something. Like, you know that you're going to have a better day if you're grateful. So now you're on the path to using a skill to prime your brain that actually uses the tool. But at the deepest level, when you have intellectual knowledge and so on and so forth, you keep going down, then there's just this state of being that knowledge. Okay. So the reason why uh, an obese person or somebody that needs to lose weight does the yo-yo dieting is because they learned the strategy of how to lose the weight, but they didn't change the identity from being an unhealthy or obese person to a fit person. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's the same thing with gratitude. That's the same thing with anything. Like eventually you'll just get to this, the point where you don't even need to think of the things you're just grateful. Like you just, you just live in a state of gratitude. Most of the time we're, we're imperfect people. I'm just saying as, as your default, right? That would be great. And so that's, yeah. but that's why I'm trying to suggest that eventually that people don't use the tools as crutches. They understand those strategies are just strategies and they're just tactics, but that's not, that's not the place to be right. And you've, when you talk to somebody, dude, you know, if somebody like is smart, but most of the things they say is just like curated sound bites and things yeah. they Right. There's a difference between curated knowledge and wisdom. Right. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I'm talking about. There, there's a difference in, in an angry person that can trick themselves into being grateful in the morning. than there is a, a person that just lives in a state of gratitude and joy. Right. So there's, there's a lot of people that are unhealthy, but they've, you know, saved enough calories for long enough where they have a skinnier body, but they still have very unhealthy habits. Right. That's, that's kind of what I'm talking about. So yes, people can learn all the skills, but the skills aren't meant to be the crutch. And that's why people have yo-yo finances, yo-yo dieting, yo-yo mm -hmm. emotions, yo-yo relationships, because they don't ever actually change their identity. They're just learning the skills. How do you change your identity? How can you, how can you start that process? Because that I think subconsciously that has been my mission all along. Mm -hmm. Not, not necessarily change my identity, but but in, in, in line with becoming what we talked about today was becoming the, the truest form of yourself, right? The truest form of self. And I sent you a message and I said, are we, are we just trying to discover the truest form of self? How do we know when we have arrived? Or is it a process of which we're going through these mini evolutions where we are cocooned, we go through this process and then we shed this layer of skin and we just become a little bit closer to our truest self and slowly but surely along the lines of our life and our and our and our entirety of our lifespan on this earth 
do we become closer and closer and closer? Maybe never perfect, maybe never 100%, but you're eventually becoming the person that is the truest form of yourself. And every time you go through one of these processes, you, you're just more enlightened. Is that, would you agree, disagree? Almost, dude. I'm just going to give you again my spin that makes sense for me. Again, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just getting my opinion that's made sense Same, same. Me. I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking out yeah. loud. Yeah. So now here's, okay, let's unpack a few things that you said. So like the other day when my daughter showed me her dad, uh, her dress for the homecoming tomorrow and walked in and I was like emotional and my, my little girl, she's going to go to homecoming. And I actually made this little video talking about how, because I didn't have a dad for 27 years, right? So of course I spent a lot of time looking for a male role model and what it means to right. be a man. And I, I made this little video about like, that's, that fucked me up for a long time, you know, wanting to be whatever a man was, right? But I recognized that all I had to do was just f figure out who I was. And then just by default, I'm a man. When I became myself, I became a man by default. I didn't go searching for man, right? Does that make sense? In, 1000. So that, that just little tweak of like, yes, I am a man, but that's not me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so and that's why I'm even trying to like break down the little the, the question, even a little bit more nuanced in terms of this higher self and this better self. I don't actually like, I, I've, I've shed even that concept completely. Um, because that gave me the feeling that who I am wasn't enough in that moment. And that's not fair either that's where that feeling comes from of insignificance or like that angst of like, I'm not enough right now because mm -hmm. there's a higher self I need to become. So I just, I just stopped all that madness. I just stopped all that thought of like, what do I mean? What, what, do, what do I fucking know about a higher self? I mean, really like what, is, come on. Okay. And so, but if I could get to the acceptance of being okay, then that gave me the clarity of knowing kind of how to, how to, how to maneuver to where I was able to serve at a higher level. That's really what I think a definition of a higher self is. Right. And so instead of me thinking, Oh, I'm not who I need to be yet. And I've just eliminated all that. I, I I've eliminated all that quest, that path. And, and instead of placating me and instead of making it be lazy about it, it's actually inspired me more to keep just, just being deeper and deeper and deeper being, not trying to go somewhere or be something or figure something else to literally just fucking being. And in those moments, Mo, like I'm sitting there, like I'm in a crowd or I'm in a football game. Like I'm going to go to a football game tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. It's dude. It is the, it's the best experience ever now because I'm literally, and I'm like watching this little couple exchange a little glance. And then I'm watching the cheerleaders and they're smiling at each other. And then I'm seeing this play that I, I look for the proud father in the crowd that's clapping for his son and, and, and I'm like the stars and the clouds and like literally all I'm like, Holy fuck, this is amazing. Cause I'm just being, I'm not, I'm not trying to be something. I'm not trying to be significant. I'm not trying to say something smart. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to look a certain way. I'm not trying to make a connection. I'm not trying to enjoy myself or not. I'm not trying to be warm or cold or full or I'm literally just there. And then all these things, I'm like, holy shit, that was cool. That was, that was an amazing game. I went to a freaking football game. It was the best night of my life. So I just want some clarity. You are not, you're not saying that you are just existing. You are being present. I guess actively present in, in the state of being that you have just you have you have shed all of the societal loss, right? Totally, totally. And totally. and you're just 
you're just you're you're being you are you are Eric and you are just taking in the world as it is. I gi- I'll give you an example. That football game, we walked in and sat on the front row of the bleachers. Sat with some of the people that I knew, and the kids stood in front of us because they were excited to see at the railing. So it kind of blocked almost the whole game, right? And all of the parents that were around us stood up and then went higher up in the bleachers, right? And stood up and had to watch. And I was like, hold on. I bet this actually might be kind of cool too, just sitting here. Like, why would I think that I'm going to have a better experience going to the top where I could, quote, see? Because that's what you do at a football game, mm. right? Like, you would think. And I was like, well, hold on. Let me just see what else might be cool just sitting here for a moment. And, and I was like watching the play between the kids and then I was watching the kids interact. And then somebody walked by and this little, this kid that I know from a while ago said hi and had a cool interaction with them. And I'm like, why isn't this amazing too? Why do I got to think I got to see if it's first down and 10 or not, you know, from the top of the bleacher. So that's how deep I'm trying to like, it's literally just that it's like what I thought you had to be at a football game to enjoy a football game is even different for me now. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and that was cool. That was just cool to experience. And I was like, well, I'll just sit here. And then if everybody goes stand in line, and like my son the other day, we went to a game and the line was 45 minutes to get in. And everyone's standing in line for, for 45 minutes to get in the football game. They're going to miss the first. I'm like, I go, hey, buddy. I go, this society teaches you to go stand in line. I was like, why would we do that? We're not here to stand in line. We're here to go enjoy the football game. Right? So I walked up to the front of the line. And said, hey, is there another way to get tickets? She goes, yeah, you can buy them online. I'm like, sweet. Pull up the phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> buy it online and walk right in. You see what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just like, I'm not there to participate in, in what thing, the way things seem to be. Because they're not. They're not what, they're not what they are. <laughs> they're just not. <laughs> right? Uh, so. I, 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 I look through that. I, I would say that I see through that looking glass as well. I'm just... I'm more irritable than you are, I think, in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, I'm not irritable or pissed, but I get it. No, but. no. No, me, it is just like, I, I don't know. I, and it could be just the stage that I'm in, but like, I, 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 I literally, like when I'm out in public right now and like doing stuff, when I'm not in my zone doing the things that I feel I should be taking my time, I feel drained. I literally feel drained, which creates irritabil- uh, irritability and frustration and and lack of patience and i I don't think that's just that's not me that's just i think the the me now going through whatever it is that i'm going through because usually i'm pretty fucking chill and open and happy and and relaxed and a great time it's just you know i can't explain it it's just the stage that i'm in right now so and by the way that i've been there too man in that and it's only because you have expectations that they're supposed to be a different way. That's it. That's that's yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I I I've definitely, I definitely well, have. Hold on, hold on a second. Where yeah. else could that frustration come from, besides that? Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. It's the only route. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is an expectation. It's not. They aren't the expectations that I used to put on myself that were, I think, toxic. Um, but yeah, See, it, it, yeah. But the, ex- let me just take a guess is the expectation that whatever, whoever is, however is, whatever is because you're on this path of growth and now you're seeing things in a different way and things are a little bit more disappointing. 
because of the way people act or don't act or things that happen and it does cause agitation, right? And so I'm just suggesting that all of it, it's not an internal expectation that's frustrating you. It's the expectations that you have of the things around you that's actually causing yeah, agitation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the, I think it's just the, the insanity, the insanity mm-hmm. of, of the world. And, and I feel like I am, I, I'm absorbing the energy. And absorbing that energy is fucking with me. I know why. <laughs> why? Because it happened to me. Oh. It it happened to me. It's because you want to fucking fix it. Yeah. And and that's honestly how I got a lot of significance in my life from other people is by being a problem solver and figuring things out and doing something about it. But when the problem is bigger than us, then we get indulgent by taking it all on because at least if we feel bad about it, <laughs> we're still a good person even though we haven't fixed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Double you can't though. fix it. You can't fix it and you're not going to make it better by being a worse person even though you feel bad about it because you want to fix it and you want it to be a kinder world. So you have to release that, dude. You have to find a way to release that. I know. And I think this is this has been this has been like a big big helper this right here and having these conversations. Like I I have conversations with, you know, people that are like, "Oh, yeah, this is awesome. I'm so impressed. You know, you lived such a great life. You've done amazing things. There's some stories. Some of these guys I interview, like they literally like, like, you know, from they're they're not from here. They, they had to swim and crawl to get to the U S and, and what they had to do to be able to achieve the success that they've had. Um, not just from, I'm not even impressed with numbers, man. I'm not impressed with financials. What impresses me is the, the tenacity and the grit and the willingness to just completely pursue and, and succeed. And like, there's this guy that I interviewed that absolutely transformed his whole family, brought him up from, from, you know, from South America and, and changed their entire family dynamic and actually gave them a life. Like they were, dude, it was scary. I don't want to talk too much on here because it'll give it away, but they were fleeting like cartels and people mm-hmm. hunting them down and just gnarly, gnarly stuff. And, and then there are people that like you, where I really get to expand the things that I think about on a day-to-day basis. And this is the perfect example. You sending me something that immediately resonated with me. And, and, and I, I do think that we're in two stages of life. And I, I don't want to say like I'm catching up, but I do feel you are far more in, enlightened in the sense that you are, you're in the state of being, I'm still in the state of, I feel like I'm absorbing people's energy. I'm trying to be in the state of being, and I'm still using tools to help, you know, remedy certain things. Um, I'm just, I'm not where I want to be necessarily, but at the same time, knowing that, knowing that I'm saying out loud, I'm not where I want to be is following your path, which I know necessarily is not the, is not the ideal. It's just, it's not. And I want to come to terms naturally and discovering naturally that that isn't the ideal. I don't want to be told. I don't want to have to discover it by looking it up and researching it. I want to come to it just like you go to sleep at night because you're just tired and you want to fall asleep and you want to relax. You know what I mean? And and I'm almost envious of you for for getting to that point and 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 not only that but being able to reflect and being able to actually decipher it and then communicate it. The, the, the thing about the thing about life that once I've figured out how insignificant I am truly, 
the more happy I was. And I wasn't connecting my happiness to being more to more people. Right. So I, so, so would, who, who are the, like just everybody or like family, dude, everybody. I mean, the more employees I could have, it wasn't a control thing. It was like, I'm giving them a great workplace. I'm giving them a paycheck. I'm teaching them different things in sales. I'm helping them raise their professionalism. Like I had this thing, like the more people I went out and helped, the more significant I am, the better person I am. That's why people get exhausted. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and like two weeks ago, dude, I'm, yeah, I'm in Vegas a couple of times and I'm on private jets and like I'm racing Lamborghinis, right? In a fucking race and I'm in penthouse suites and in the most insane VIP areas and all this kind of stuff. And I literally, and I swear to God, I know this sounds cheesy, but literally appreciate the football game just as much simply, simply because of perspective, nothing to do with anything else, nothing to do with anything else. Because at the end of the day, I swear to God on your deathbed, you don't brag about the Lamborghini race, but you brag about this really great conversation, dude. So it just, it's just perspective. It's not like I, I, like, I love it. I want to go race again. I want to go more private jets. I want to go have amazing food and, and five-star luxury resorts, right? Just as much as visit an orphanage, just not for the significance anymore. That's the difference. You just want to do it because you want to. I, I want to do it because that's how you experience life. Yeah. Yeah. Not even because I want to anymore. Like that, like, see what I mean? Like, keep, like, keep peeling all that shit back even. Not because you, know you want mean? to, but because you just want to experience life. Just because, not because I want to experience life, because that is life. how you experience life. So I've even like eliminated, like when I went to orphanage in like Fiji and Africa, it's because I wanted to go do something and I wanted to help people and all this kind of shit. And, but that's because I wanted something from it. And when you can get away from that, then you can actually really serve people. Right? I just wonder how long it's going to take. That'll, that it'll, it's the reconciliation between what you thought was the path forward and then what actually might be. It's, it's that reconciliation that will cause this confusion and the, and the eyebrows to come together and the, and the sleepless nights and the frustration it's, it's the reconciliation of peeling back all of the things that you were told about success and personal development and performance and, and peace compared to what actually is for you. So, so is it all bullshit? No, it's, it's all a, it's, it's like religion. It's like a cookbook. It's like, they're all tools. So they're tools and you just, you just need to know how to use them. And at some point you got to be able to what, not use them anymore. Most people don't care. <laughs> I mean, most truly dude, but that's why we have a toxic country. That's why we have a toxic environment. That's why we've got high depression rates. That's why we have high obesity rates. It's just, there's not enough tribes that talk about these things. Yeah. There's a lot of tribes that talk about the jets. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, or, or I, I see what you're saying. What about the tribes like us? How do we get there? Do, or is it, is it bullshit for us? Or, or, or is it just a matter of understanding that these are tools and we need to use them until what they've, they've run out their cycle. We're able to, cause I look at it like this, like if you can raise your testosterone naturally, right. To be adequate. But, uh, for some reason your body's just rejecting that right through diet. So you have to supplement through HRT, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
but if it was possible at some point that your body could recalibrate itself and so that it was automatically doing it on its own and you never needed that that crutch anymore that's kind of how i'm picturing what you're saying is that what you're trying to say i'm on i'm asking sincerely because I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to understand sure I, I gave you a thoughtful answer um i know you did because i don't believe that the guy that's the wolf of wall street yeah and gandhi need to live the same lives no totally no no understandably yeah. I, i'm not so, even talking about specifics like finances or not or or no. living like buddha i'm just saying in, in the sense of just God, I don't even know what the word would be. Fulfillment, understanding, being, whatever it is. Like if if I want to be, I'll give you an example. This podcast thing was an accident. I did it because it was a diary and 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 I'm loving every minute of it. I find so much joy in doing this. Okay. I, I would do this till the day that I die if I didn't get a pay to get got paid a penny from it. I wouldn't care. I would still do it. Okay. That to me is is my state of being in this, right? But if I can have tools that could potentially take this to a point where I, I could not only just do it, but provide for my family and the lifestyle that I want without having to sacrifice anything, whether morally or whatever the case may be, and, and, and continue to find the same amount of fulfillment and reach more people and, and talk to people that I really, really want to talk to that maybe I never had the chance or opportunities to, then I would want those tools. To help benefit that. Okay. Here's yeah. here's a point of clarity I might have just got. Okay. You're really talking about two wearing two different hats. Yes. Okay. So the things that we've all been talking about has just been Mo as the silo of Mo as a man. Right. Okay. That hat needs to change though sometimes. You need to go, cool. Now yep. I'm Mo the businessman and the yep. husband yep. and the father. Yep. And then you need to play and be the avatar for those fucking rules. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So just know that it's it's like these two hats. These you're gonna need to like get the ability to weave in and out and play the game when you need, but not play the game because you're disgusted by it. Not play the game because anything else. Just but, but play the game because that's something you've obligated to. You've opted into that. Yeah. Yeah. You totally. Have. Yeah. That's the to, role. That's the role then. Yeah. But then as Mo the man, Mo the individual, the more complete and at peace and and clear he is as Mo the individual, the better he'll be able to play that game too, right? Yes, that's what I wanted. Yes. yes. And, and so, but that's why I just want to give you the distinction. There are two different Mo's right now. Right. Or, or there needs to be actually. Yes. There needs to be. Yes. Until they become, until they can then become one Mo. But for now, look at them as maybe two different skill sets. All right. Two different crutches. Can they two okay? be, can, can the two become one? Yeah. Then that's, and that's what you'll get for sure. If you want to, right? If that yeah. if that makes sense and if that happens for you. But that is what happens eventually, I believe. I'm personally kind of experiencing it, right? I, I feel like you are. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, so, I'm kind of seeing it. And so that's, but that's, I just, I, hopefully that helps you, dude. It's like, hey. No, 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 it, it, it did. It, it was a, I had a trouble, I had trouble explaining it, trying to, there trying to relay what I was saying, but that you, you, you pinned it perfectly. Thank you. Yeah. So then go crush it over here and do what you need to do. And then know that that's just this mo, you know? And then go back over here and, and continue to think and process and just be, not not strive towards, not look towards, not move towards, right? And and learn and, and process and like learn the skill of like nothing is at the surface level, right? Somebody says, hey, the grass is green. And then you go home and be like, all right, fuck. All right. 
Let's learn how the rods and cones work in my <laughs> eyes. Let's let's learn what the what the cells are of the grass. What fertilizer? What's the what's the percentage of nitrogen in the in the grass? Of produce? What's a, what's Kentucky bluegrass? You know, just how does clovers grow? Like that, just intense curiosity is what creates all that awareness, right? When you can when you can look for those nuances, and somebody says, "Oh, the grass is green," you're like, "Check mark." I'm gonna go then just fucking know everything there is about green grass. You know, and but it's that intense curiosity that I think brings the clarity, not not the just general like boom, 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 sort of general coaching or, or general life stuff. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I've, okay. I, I have I've always had like a, a an abundant curiosity with things that I find interesting, just not not everything, you know, a very, very minute amount of information or amount of things. So I, I love that, though. That was such a great way to. I think we're at, yeah, we're just about five yeah. minutes, but, um, I, I was just going to have a 15 minute conversation with you, but I no, this is great. This and bro, great. I'm so sorry if any of this is, is preachy or anything in any way. Just, I get excited when I get the ability to like say things out loud that are in my head. I think somebody. we're past the point of apologies. Just, we, I think we've gone to the point where we could be relatively raw with one another. I, I so you understand what I'm saying? I just, 1000%. I'm trying to say thank you for letting me just say things like I know them. Oh, right. Well, yeah. same, same here. And if so. you ever see me like spacing out, that's my brain just processing the information. And yeah, I'm good. trying to formulate my thoughts into words so that I can say something back to you. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm a little slower. I get it. Do do try and try and do like drills that make you more creative. Do creativity drills. Grab a pen and draw something. Um, write some poetry. Um, I do that. And, and music and so I know your I music. Do, yeah. So I would go I would go immerse yourself in as much as creative as you can. Because it's in that space where a lot of clarity comes. I will say, I mean, I used to spend hours on the piano and I I a day. And now I probably get 15 minutes a week. Try it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that can be your tool yeah. and something you enjoy at the same time. But there's so many other side benefits now that you're aware of the side benefits. Right. Right. Oops. Right. Yep. Right yeah. on, brother. Sweet, man. Right this on. is this is awesome. Go to habitsofthefew.com. 